True to You Radio. Direction. Delightful. Diligence. Divine. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show where we explore and learn what it means to live from your heart, not your head. And for those of you not quite familiar with heart dancing, it's a process of unlearning the world's messages and remembering your authentic self. When you start listening to the world's definition of happiness and success, at some point you may realize that you're never going to be happy. You're never going to be satisfied. There's always going to be something more to strive for or obtain. Heart dancing is a different way of looking at your world and looking at yourself. It's a way to return to your soul, the source of unconditional love. And the heart dancing mantra is, let love lead. And you'll understand more about that as you join me in the dance. Love knows the way, you just have to follow. Heart dancing. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we explore what it means to live authentically, create deliberately, and dance with life. I'm your host, Katherine Erickson, and you can find more about me at KatherineErickson.com. Remember, the last name is E-R-I-K-S-E-N, KatherineErickson.com, and I'm also all over Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Uh, Pinterest is a really fun place to go if you enjoy Pinterest. So hope you hook up with me and thank you for being here. And today we have a very special guest, uh, Wayne DeGroot. Did I pronounce that correctly, Wayne? That is correct. Okay, good. Thank you. It is a Uh, Dutch name. Yes. Okay. Well, and Wayne is a bit different uh, for one of my guests. He's just a normal guy. He works at his own business. He's an award-winning architectural technologist, and he specializes in design and drafting of homes, restaurants, and retail spaces. But Wayne, like so many of us, had an epiphany moment, had a moment where he just realized all kinds of things. So we're going to touch on that and also touch on what's been happening lately in his life. So Wayne, welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show. Thank you very much. It's quite an honor. Yes, thank you. Um, Can you tell us just a bit more about yourself? I didn't really uh, fill in the details, so if you could for our audience, that'd be fantastic. Um, Well, I'm a 70s baby, and uh, um, my love is architecture and design. Um, I mostly do houses, stores, and restaurants, things like that. Uh, but it's always been in the design field, whether it being uh, websites, graphic work in general. Right. So uh, I know you're trained as an architect. Is that right? Uh, very similar to one. Um, I'm one level below an architect. I actually do what an architect does. I just, he is that, that person stamps the drawings and get more money for it. But right. Uh, I am an architectural technologist, which is uh, exactly that one level below an architect. So I do what he, I do what they do, but. But you can't hold that stamp and put it on the plans. Exactly. I can still do uh, 6,000 square feet and under. 
Um, I can do under three stories of a building. So that doesn't stop me. Right, right. So I've always been fascinated with architecture because you have to take into account, obviously, the client's uh, wishes and desires for that property and for the purpose of the building. And then design the building in such a way that it accomplishes those goals, but also has an aesthetic value. Exactly. I think a lot of that, and um, I should probably even continue, I actually teach at the co local college as well, and um, I've always told my students, I said, you think of your three favorite things and combine all three, and that's what you, you should do for a living. For mm -hmm. myself, I love design. I love architecture. I love meeting with people. And so combining all those little things together, it becomes a, a great career for me. Right. And you're, um, you're obviously very happy in your career. You have your own business. You're successful. I meet so many people that have not followed that type of advice to combine your three favorite things and instead maybe followed what someone else thought they should do. There's a, there's a book called The Wealthy Barber, and I, I read it, and it, in, in a really quick version of it, he basically says, don't quit your day job until you actually know you're 100% ready for your new thing, for your new venture. This way you can still get your income, and then when you're ready, you are ready to switch in high gear as soon as you get into your business. Yes, so the uh, thought, I, of, the thought yeah. of working kind of a side job to build that up until you can quit your day job. Exactly, and I jumped right into it. I, I did um, finish college, and then I jumped right into business, and I realized there's the, the curse of the refrigerator, the curse of the TV, and there's the curse of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then you realize you really need to settle yourself down and focus. Yes. And I like the way you put that. I had not heard that before. <laughs> Curse of the refrigerator, the television, and the internet. And all of those are distractions from what you really want to accomplish, aren't they? Yes. It really does depend on your personality. And I think um, I've been always been a soft-hearted uh, individual. So I actually take things as they come and not really... Um, see focus in that and I think that's my main problem I didn't really get into uh, doing my own thing because I just felt this is gonna come my way and of course I didn't really uh, gift it that way so I'll explain that later on the, the gifting yes yes well you've intrigued me with that word um, so do you feel like you are fulfilling your life's passion your life's purpose or is there something else there <laughs> oh I'm never satisfied I'm always hungry I think this <laughs> is why it's Good. Like, for example, I, I um, just stopped working in Ontario where I reside and I uh, just got on a plane and flew to Florida. I, uh, it's one of those things where I can work anywhere and then I realized that I'm actually happy with that. I have my laptop. I can do my thing. At home, I have my, my two large monitors and I'm really happy with everything else. But then again, I don't have that same atmosphere. And this way I don't lock myself down with it. I still do my thing and everyone's happy. Win, win, win. Right. And that's the beauty of the internet, obviously, because it allows for that flexibility and you can be wherever and the client doesn't mind as long as you're delivering what they paid you for. Precisely. Right. So yeah. Florida, huh? Was that just to get out of the cold and the ice and snow? Well, uh, I know it, in May it won't be as bad when this is being aired, but uh, presently, it's uh 
it's about three four inches on the on the ground and frost on the walls in in the windows so uh it's not very pleasant obviously okay. around 30. right so well um where i am in texas it's 75 degrees sunny beautiful <laughs> so sorry to rub yeah. that in no no i'm in i'm in or just outside of orlando right now so i'm i'm fine oh you're still in florida okay florida. yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you're, yeah, so this is cool. Okay, well, there you go. Well, what's about this gifting thing that you alluded to earlier? Tell us a little bit about that or how, how that happened. Well, first of all, I think um, I had to, maybe to get to that point, I could explain where it all started, which was the Mo, Mo Mondays. Mo, Mo, oh, gosh. Mo Mondays is an outfit where they release talks uh, live in front of, the audience and you usually have six speakers every um, every month there's a, a Mo Mondays meeting and it's usually ranging between uh, 200 to 500 people. Is and that kind of like a TED talk? It's very similar to a TED talks. Okay. And except it's more geared for the individual entrepreneur who uh, feels they may have something to share to other entrepreneurs. So it's very geared for people who um, need to have a little bit of motivation because they're at home, they're, they feel like they're stuck in a rut, they're, they're sitting on their laptop in their kitchen and they're thinking, what am I doing this for? Or the other times where some people say, I've, I've lost my spouse and I'm have, I have to go back to work the next day because I have three or four people that are in my employ that I that depend on me to work. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of uh, <clears throat> issues that are out there. People, entrepreneurs facing with cancer or horrible things that uh, come thrown at them. And these motivationals are, are good to say, okay, you know, I have some focus. Some people who speak, um, I may not even have any kind of uh, connection at all but they say one thing out of that seven minute or eight minutes and I go wow that's exactly what I wanted to hear at this moment mm -hmm. and that's why I like the mo mo uh, motivation Mondays I'm actually a producer I've been, uh, been producing it for for two years now okay and so since you were a producer and obviously involved in the back end or, or back side of it you, did you decide to get in on front of the camera <laughs> no, actually, they've been asking me to speak. I'm uh, I'm a very mysterious person um, because I'm very private. Uh, I like keeping to myself, and uh, but there's always been an interest in this guy that usually stands behind uh, the controls, the control board, and, and whatever. And they always see me around, but they people are very interested in what I have to say because I when I do say something, it's usually something significant to someone very specific, but mm -hmm. never to a group. I'm uh, very shy, um, uh, not anymore as much now, but um, the, the, the president actually asked me to speak for the last two years. And the story goes that I was called up and said, can you please speak? And I said, I really, I have nothing to say. And they said, uh, it will hit you. <laughs> I'm thinking, what does that mean? I don't know. Is that a pathway that's in front of me that I'm supposed to take? So I just took a deep sigh and said, okay, okay, well, fine. So not sure what I was going to say, but I jumped back onto my work and I forgot about it. So the next day I left a meeting downtown and uh, I um, heard uh, Mr. DeGroote, Mr. DeGroote from behind me. And I turned around. It was a student I taught five years ago. 
and his name was Michael. I remember that. And um, he said, I've been wanting to find you for the last few years. I just wanted to tell you uh, that you're a massive impact on my life. You have altered a few things in, in where I was going in, in, in life. And it just made a massive influence on me. I was like, wow, that's fantastic. I was, as a teacher, because uh, I'm only a part-time teacher, but I, I have a love of that, sharing my knowledge in a fun way. And, and uh, obviously, I impacted the students. So I thought that, that was the best thing ever. I was walking on air after that. Mm-hmm. So the next day, I woke up, and uh, I thought, you know, I'm going to do the exact same thing. I'm going to find Mrs. Shack, grade 5, and Mr. Adili, grade 10. And Mrs. Shack said, Wayne, she loved it. She looked at my sketches and she said, you should be an architect. And grade five, you, you don't know what you're doing. You just couldn't wait for recess at that time. Um, and Mr. Adili, he was an art teacher. He's the one who showed me the, the geometric metrics of, the, of paintings and art and sort of influence that way and, and, be, and care what you do. And um, he actually, I remember one time he, he said, he looked down, he looked at my paper and he says, Wayne, just do it again. And uh, I didn't want to do it again, but then I sat back at my desk, I erased, I redrew, erased, redrew. And then uh, it dawned on me what he was saying. I saw the shapes in my art, the stuff that he was talking about on the board. Mm. And boy, did it ever hit me. And then I go up there and I hand it in. He says, so do you think this is art or do you actually feel what it's saying to you? Do you understand the structure? And it's like, I didn't, I didn't even have to answer him. He, he knew he hit me. So, so I thought, okay, Mrs. Shack, Googled her. I couldn't find her anywhere. I didn't know her first name. So um, I thought, what can I do? And I remembered, long story short, uh, the secretary of my grade school. I went to school, high school with her daughter. So I found her on Facebook, you know. And, uh, <laughs> and I said, Hey, it's been 30 years. How are you? How's your mom? I was wondering if you could tell me, um, what Miss Shaq's first name was. It was Connie. I said, okay, well, great. So I Googled that. Couldn't find it. I said, okay. How about Constance? Couldn't find her. And uh, I said, okay, I'm going to put her aside. I'm going to try to find Mr. Adili. Mr. Adili, I remember his first name was Alfred Adili. So I tried to find him nothing and i thought what's with these two so i uh just then the girl that i actually asked for uh, help with the name she says how it goes look and i said i'm not finding anyone i need right now and she says let me look up on the teacher's website and she found that connie shack is now married to an albert adili no way yeah <laughs> so <laughs> The fact that these little weird, and I'm going to say this a lot, synchronicities, some people call them serendipities, the synchronicities of things flowing in its place, I then just realized what's going on. I was in the middle of a grocery store. I had, I think I had summer sausage in one hand and my phone in the other. And I, and Mr. Adili actually called me and said, yes, we are the very same people you're looking for. And I said, I would love for you to come to my talk if that's okay. And he says, we'll be honored. So 
Oh my gosh. Okay, so I, go ahead. I had this speech all planned out and I had all of these things I need to say. And then I turned and I said this little beautiful story I just told you. And I looked down at them and I said, not only are these two married, but they're here with us today. So of course the crowd, which was, was actually the highest um, packed room that we've had for the show, almost 600 people. Um, I actually got to thank my favorite two teachers in front of 600 people. And I'll tell you, that was a moving moment for me. Like, very, very moving. Right. And yeah. Just wonderful. And um, it was the next day I woke up and I had a, an old man tell me, he says, you know, life is like a water slide. You want to grab your mat, get on the top, and just let it go down as life should let it happen. And I thought, I got that. I really capture that moment and then i had all these other little synchronicities that come into play um and i said during my speech and i just had this one story which is where all this is coming from and it was uh my ex-father-in-law he told me years ago this one story he's an electrician he was in the attic of a building and it was Friday, people are leaving, and he needed to get this stuff done before he left. So he had the choice to go downstairs to the basement, turn off the zone he was working on, or just work really quickly with live wires. Well, mm -hmm. worked with live wires. And he was up there, and he was sweating. It's, uh, it's got to be at least 105 up there in the attic with no air moving around. So, of course, when you start sweating, and you're touching two live wires, you become a conduit. Mm. Every muscle on his body contracted. He could not let go. There's no way you can let go. So he is trying his best. He's trying to open his hands. He can't because every single muscle is contracting. And then he says, well, my will's in place. I have actually have a good life, good wife. I have two kids that are grown. They're all taking care of themselves. You know what? I could die. And then he took his last breath. And then he let go, literally. Hmm. So that moment for me is huge because people hold on so tight to have what they need. They don't realize that that is choking the only thing that they want. And here's this act of releasing, letting it go. The old sting saying of, not stings, but if, if you love something, let it go. You let go, and that's when you're gifted with everything. Mm, Wayne, I just love that. That is so beautiful. The gifted with everything. Yeah. The everything is something you define, or are you saying everything as in universal? Oh, the universe touches down. Call it what you may. Chi, uh, karma, angels whatever is going to touch me and say, okay, he has actually given up. Let's get to work. And that's what it feels like. And all of a sudden I get these great clients. I got these good people. I have like surrounded my goodness and I don't know where they all came from. And then I met someone and it's, she's just wonderful. It's just everything just seemed to click for me. And, um, it just, just came into the spotlight of this is where I need to be. I need to be not moving around and not searching for something that, that's going to be the promised land. I need to actually look within. Mm -hmm. People go 
people travel so far. I can't remember where I've heard this before and I apologize for not giving you a reference, but people travel so far looking for themselves, but you can travel just as far out as you can go in to your head. And for some reason, I never looked in. And, for, and this releasing just let me go inward. And then I go, oh, I don't need it. I don't need that. I don't need this. And I said, this is what I need. I need more love. I need more care. I need someone to understand me. And all of a sudden, these things just came to me like a magnet. Mm-hmm. I had great clients, and I had, that was so important for me because work is very important to me. And I had all these opportunities to help people. Um, this, this talk that I had was actually an eye-opener for me. But it was um, massive for other people, and that actually did affect me. I love saying how I feel, and I like uh, having little moments of clarity or synchronicity moments of, I, it's not like driving down the street and saying, I want every light to be green, but you actually let the world take care of it. And if every light was green, hey, great. If every light was red, I think that's always amazing. Yes, it is. And for me, it's giving up trying to control everything and just letting it happen, as you said. Exactly. And you still have intention. You still have purpose. Absolutely. But you're not trying to mold or or, or totally direct the outcome. And (laughs) that's where I got messed up in my early years and still have a tendency to do that. But I know now to step back and do some breath work and do some meditation and, you know, get, get some uh, perspective and then just release, like you say, because we are taken care of and we, we will be taken care of if you just have that trust and that faith. So that is so beautiful, Wayne. I just, you're, you're a marvelous storyteller. Oh, well, thank you. Wow. So I hope you continue to do your speaking because I think you can make a difference and touch a lot of people. Um, it sounds like you enjoyed that experience, so hopefully you'll, you'll keep doing that. It was a beautiful moment, and, and I know I can repeat it again, so that's what makes me happy that I will be doing it. Yes, yes, exactly. Well, we're kind of getting to the end of our show. Is there anything else you'd like to leave the audience with that, you know, kind of touches on you right now that you want to share with them well um, I think the uh, the saying of uh, let it go and let good things happen um, is is always important to me Um, but uh, controlling is here's here's the one thing that I can say is the fact that you um, The fact that you release and let go, and it it does help. I, I don't know why I'm getting emotional right now, <laughs> but it, I, just because I had such a crashing moment, and then to have this rock bottom, people hit almost hit rock bottom, and they think I'm almost I'm not quite a rock bottom, but I I'm still above it, so I'm still fine. I think the idea is you have to let yourself hit rock bottom. And you always hear about these superstars that were uh, dead broke and, and didn't have any and didn't have a life and didn't have everything. They hit rock bottom and all of a sudden, boom, stardom, 
I don't want stardom. I want to be happy. But I also feel there's something good for me out there, whether I'm helping people or I'm making people happy with my houses or just their cottages or something like that. But it makes me happy when I see it and I receive, you know, financially uh, gifted that way. So I let go and let good. Let go and let good. Awesome. I love it. Let go. I'm writing this down. <laughs> and let good. That would make a great bumper sticker, wouldn't it? <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah. Maybe you should come up with that. Oh, well, I'll, I'll do the t-shirt. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let go and let good. I really, seriously, I love that. Well, Wayne, where, if people wanted to find you on the internet, where's the best place for them to, to look for you? I had an old man in... Norlings, Norlings. He actually asked for my name. I said it was Wayne DeGroot, and he said Wayne De Who. <laughs> I don't know why I caught on to that. I love that name, so I'm actually Facebook.com/slash Wayne De Who. I'm also on Twitter, <laughs> Wayne De Who, and uh, you can find my little daily uh, sayings or thoughts. Or I have a lot of people that I entertain uh, with my thoughts. So. Great. And is Dehu, uh, D-E-H-O-O? W-H-O. W-H-O. So it's the word who. Yeah, the word who, yeah. Okay, Wayne Dehu. I love it. And that is very memorable. Yeah, I try to. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, so thank you so much. I know um, all the heart dancers out there really enjoyed your sincerity and, and just getting right to the point. Because you're just an ordinary dude who discovered an extraordinary way to live. That's right. Yeah. So thank you so much, Wayne. Okay. And I hope everyone um, listened to the uh, let go and let good. That's a great mantra. Mm -hmm. And moving forward, let's try to do that. Let's let go and let good. Excellent. Thank you again. Thank you for your interest. Yes. And you've been listening to the Heart Dancing Radio Show. Remember. The heart dancing mantra is let love lead, but I might tag on with let go and let good. Let's all have a great day. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we learn to dance with our hearts, not our heads. And remember, you're now part of the tribe. Be sure and tell your friends about the magic that happens here. Uh, heart dancing, it's the only way to live. Music.